Welcome back, Festival Tales fam. Happy Monday, wherever you are. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Before we get into today's episode, we want you guys to rate, review, subscribe, all that jazz as we end 2020. We are so happy uh, to have you guys a part of our little family and everything. We got our first review. Thank you, Emma Capotis, <laughs> for submitting Shout our out. first review. <laughs> To Apple Podcast, so <laughs> everyone else follow suit, please. <laughs> it really does help us out, but we've really been enjoying this, and we hope you guys have been enjoying it as well. Uh, I think that's it. Without further ado, Babs has a little story for you guys today, and it's really great how this story kind of came to be, the submission and everything. So, what do we got today, Babs? Yeah, so for today's story, we're actually gonna throw it back to a, episode six, uh, Shamba vibes. In that episode, we had talked about uh, Shambhala and uh, the festival vibes that go along with that festival, and we had some questions that we weren't too sure of because we—I don't think either of us have been. And so this person wrote in, said they found out about us, said they love the podcast, said they listened to that episode specifically, and that episode was like what made them want to write in. So here we go. Here's their story. And they're talking about Shambhala the whole time. So she says, my name is Jackie. I'm a 27-year-old raver from Canada, Saskatchewan region. <laughs> we're going to talk about Saskatchewan anyways yeah. <laughs> I have been going to festivals since 2010 I've done lots of other Canadian fests um, her favorite being Base Coast and she said she's done a few other US festivals such as E-Force and Oregon Eclipse one thing she says, I, she says one thing I really love about your podcast is noticing the small differences between Canada's festival culture and America's festival culture the one festival I have gone to the most is Shambhala so I knew when I heard the Sham- Shamba Vibes episode that i had to write in and i have so many stories to tell you guys to answer your questions about why excision playing at shams is such a huge deal it is because that's basically his home festival the first time i saw him there in 2011 he was still playing with his old label rotten records Um, he played the village stage for 10 years before he took a few years off for when Lost Lands and Base Canyon were coming to fruition. So his return was a big deal. You can peep the majority of his sets on SoundCloud. Um, if anything, the intros of those sets are what made them insane. I have never seen the village as packed as I have during most of his sets. Everyone's throwing their X-ups at all times. It seemed, She says it felt a little cult-like, <laughs> <laughs> if you can imagine that, which I can because of Lost Lands and such. Yeah. So, um, she goes on to tell us about the stage. She goes, the stage is in the middle of the forest with walkways that go around the outside, kind of the same setup size of the observatory in the forest, mm-hmm. if those of you who know that. Um, I included a video... I included a video my friend took during Excision's 2015 set. You can see some guy climb a wobbly tree at the back of the village and get hauled away by security from the walkway above. The stages at at Shams are all very immersive with permanent structures, truly one of the reasons that it sets itself apart from other festivals. Uh, This year would have been my 23rd year, so you can imagine how much work has gone into the grounds over the years. Yes, there's definitely a shamba vibe or shamba vibe sorry i keep like butchering that i don't even know how to explain it maybe it's the environment it's so unique and beautiful or because there is no alcohol allowed or sold at shambhala um i really like she goes on to say i really like that 
alco- oh, wait, what is it? Say, I always really butcher like something. I re- yeah, see so you're following along. Thank you. I really feel like alcohol brings out a different vibe. People get messy with booze. I totally agree. But Shams is easily the cleanest large-scale festival I've ever attended. You don't see solo cups slash cans everywhere, and people generally abide by the leave-no-trace state of mind. I've lost my phone twice at Shams, and both times, or Shams, both times, <laughs> it was waiting for me at Lost and Found. I've forgotten my hood, pashmina, and other random things in places, and nine out of ten times, it's in the same place I left it. The vibe is definitely more intimate. 11,000 tickets sold, plus 4,000 vendors and staff members. So, um, Shambhala is also at the forefront for harm reduction and drug awareness. They test your supply for free and post board with descriptions of anything dangerous they find. They have women's safe space, a sanctuary filled with hammocks, and a shady space for those who might be feeling overwhelmed but don't necessarily seek medical attention to just hang out. Um, the six stages, each with their own crews and directors that have their own taste and vibe, which means every stage is at the forefront of discovering new artists and sounds. You can always find something new at Shams, Shams, however you say it. I keep messing it up. Am I saying, which one is it? Before I, I continue, Shams. I thought it was Shams too, but I thought that was wrong. So anyways, <laughs> no matter what time of day, Shams is one of the, those crazy fests that has the music basically playing 24 hours a day. Uh, okay. Ooh, my computer just did that. Hold on. In the middle of us talking. Sorry about that. Shams is actually the reason I know one of my best friends in this whole world. Before I went to Forest 2015, I was trying to find other Canadians who were going to Forest and maybe meet up with with them on family Facebook group. The family equals Shams fam. But instead of instead, I found an American who was looking for Canadian friends to meet up with at Shams. Shams, God. <laughs> And he and his girlfriend happened to live in Chicago, which is where the friends I were going to Forest with lived. So it was perfect. So that summer, we showed each other around our home fests, and he has been coming to Shambhala every year since. She goes on to say she feels like she could talk about Shams as a, and festivals forever, and I don't want to get too rambly, but if you guys ever want to hear some more stories, let me know, which we absolutely do. She says, over the years, I went, I waited in line for a day and a half to use the almost got evacuated because of forest fires the rivers were dried green this year before my first saint patrick's day in chicago that's always cool uh the pigs were let out one year and were freaking (laughs) havoc in the campgrounds that's interesting i want to hear that one i've met my hoop idol randomly i was volunteering one year and had to set up camp for 40 people with one other person interesting One year we got our car impounded on the way there. Oh gosh, uh, there's a lot she says. But in the meantime, here's some of my favorite Shams content to feed your curiosity. So she sent us a bunch of links uh, about Shambhala. Um, fortunately, we can't play all them on the podcast, but we'll maybe we'll post them up on the Instagram or something or on the Twitter. Um, but anyway, she says if you guys are definitely thinking considering making a trip to Shambhala, it's 100 percent worth it. That is the story. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there very a lot to unpack on but um let's dive into it what you got first so she uh well i want to go <laughs> so we're going 
I do want to go as well. <laughs> It'd be my first festival out of the country, so I am definitely, definitely into that. Into yeah, traveling a little I've, bit. I've been wanting to go to Shambhala, I think since last year when I first heard about it, because a lot of people that go to Forest talk about it. Um, but it definitely sounds real. I'm very interested about the whole like no alcohol being there. That's what I was gonna say. That's the first thing that caught my attention was that like the no alcohol being sold or brought in is interesting because. Yeah, I feel like that is something, especially with um like city festivals, that gets very annoying. Is like you have, uh, like all these different groups of people mixing. You've got you know people tripping, people on Molly, people drinking, and it's like this, mm-hmm. this just <laughs> melting Messy. pot of different people, and like everyone's kind of on a different vibe, and like some people like get along, groups will get along, but like I feel like people that are drunk, like no one gets along with people. <laughs> yeah yeah personally i don't drink at festivals just because it's so expensive and it's just like a lot to keep up with but so it's like very interesting to like hear that that's like everyone like no one's drinking yeah no one's drinking i also like that they which i kind of knew that beforehand is that they check people's stuff and they allow like free testing and stuff like that which i mean i think that's gonna happen eventually here in the u.s and i know it's happened happened some in some european countries as well but i think it'll happen eventually because it's like that it's like you can try to prevent it as much as possible to happen but like people are still going to do the things they want to do and it's like okay if we can just let them do it and do it the safest way possible maybe that's better than like arresting people for it yeah exactly i really like that um too because i feel like here a lot of things could be prevented if we had something like that so i think that's awesome yeah absolutely and i'm sure like the only thing you really have to worry about is people like thinking they can handle you know even if it's clean they just think they can handle a lot more than they take and that's about it and yeah then that's a kind of an easy fix because it seems like it's very open and the vibes are good there to the point where like people don't even really worry like if they did have some issue they could just go to medical and there wouldn't be a problem mm-hmm. i guess i don't know if like i get the sense here in the in the in the u.s at least that there's a lot of like a lot of people like don't want to go to the medical tent when they're feeling like shitty well, yeah, because I think there's like it's different per festival, but sometimes there's like this notion that if you go to medical, that you're gonna get in trouble. Which like some festivals are like, no, if something's wrong, like we just want you to be safe and get taken care of. But we also need to know what you're on from a medical standpoint because that, well, that can help them. Yeah. And then there's also some other festivals where, um, there that you probably might get in trouble. So there's just like it's not clear. Well, I know you can't like legally wise you can't get in trouble with like paramedics like they can't technically say anything to hold like they can't hold it against you they can't take you to jail or anything like that like that's something like you should absolutely tell medical what you've taken and stuff like that because they're there to help like that no matter what festival you're at those people are actually there to help then i I don't know you know festival wise i don't know how the festivals handle it separately from there but like the actual like paramedics and medics that are there they can't hold it against you or like anything like that like they have to be there to help like that's the law in the in the, in the states <laughs> mm-hmm. but um i also i don't know if we mentioned this in the shampa episode did we say that excision was from canada because like when she said it's a huge deal because that's his, basically his home festival i'm like duh he's from canada yeah, like, I, did we, we just miss that we might have definitely not said that i definitely <laughs> yeah i don't think we did but no i knew he was canadian but i just didn't know that that was like 
didn't put two I, and two I, together. Yeah, I just didn't put it like that was like why it was so important that he was there, which it makes sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're like duh. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought there was like I just figured there was another reason. Like that's where he kind of made like his first like debut as a headliner, maybe. Like that's why it was so big for him. It's like yeah. I, I didn't I didn't put it together. It was that simple. Like yeah, okay, so he's from there, and it's right, right. <laughs> Right, and because my also thought was like, okay, yeah, he's from Canada, but there's other Canadian festivals. Like she mentioned, Base Coast, yeah. and I know now there's Ever After. So in my head, I wasn't thinking like, oh, it's big because he's from Canada. I'm thinking like he headlined here first, or like he got big from there first. Like I mean, truth be told, I know I heard one of his uh, Shambhala mixes like prior to really knowing him or even seeing him live. Like I saw oh. one of like I think like 2016 or 17 like mix on SoundCloud. I heard like a while back. I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> now I love them. I've seen videos, of, I think, of the Village stage. I'll have to go look and see what she sent to us. Oh, she put it in Google Drive. Oh, even better. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the stages from anything, really, to be honest. I, I, I've i seen forest pictures, so I'm just kind of picturing forest, but Canada style. Stage. I'm curious. I think I've seen videos of what the village looks like. Oh, no, I'm thinking of a different stage. There's another stage that kind of looks like a temple. And maybe someone will correct me on what that stage name is eventually. But um, she is right. It's definitely the village stage is definitely similar to the observatory at Electric Forest. Looking at these photos. Um, yeah, very similar. I think this is the other stage I was looking at what I was thinking of. Anyway, um, what else was there with this one? I like how they curate each stage. That was something that she mentioned in a separate paragraph. And that was like oh, yeah. six stages. They have their own crews. They have their own directors, which I think, I mean, I don't know how every festival works, but like that's the first time I've heard of anyone pointing out that like they have their own directors who are in mm -hmm. charge of their crew at each festival. I mean, at each stage in that festival. So you're getting like this mix of different music which i mean you get a mix at every festival but you're getting like a mix specifically of like these people are curating to these type of sounds and stuff like that yeah i think that's so cool probably similar with other festivals we just never really know behind the scenes stuff of it no i wish we we should uh if anyone does listen that has like behind the scenes info on any set festivals submit that because i'd love to read stuff about that and hear some more behind the scenes stuff yeah <laughs> i also think it's funny how she mentioned the cult-like feel because <laughs> like you kind of get that vibe when everyone's got their ex up or like yeah or even with other artists when everyone gets like super in them and they're like holding up their symbol and stuff like that you're like ah yeah we could like all be one tribe or something like that yeah. together <laughs> i get that with like zed said <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i was thinking of putting the z's up and everything up. yeah um what else was there also like because we've talked about like stealing and oh, yeah. such before so that seems like a very good um the festival for me is considering how much stuff i've gotten taken away in the past <laughs> <laughs> or left behind in the past so that might be my uh my festival where i don't have to worry about anything um wouldn't need a pa fanny pack or anything i just go yeah. and be not worry about it and i like the fact that they do no trash and stuff like that i i could see like ex excisions kind of incorporated that with lost lands i know at the end of every night at lost lands they put like a like if you collect like a they give out free trash bags oh. and people go around picking up the trash 
and if you collect like a certain amount in the bag you get like a free uh little gift i don't know what the gift is but oh. yeah uh forest they do prize cart and they make it seem like it's this like really cool thing there's like a song it goes prize cart <laughs> and it's at the end of like each day or yeah it's at the end of each day at every stage and then this little cart comes out and people are just handing out trash bags and i remember when it when i first saw that i was like so confused i was like oh they're handing out prizes and then they just hand me a trash bag and i'm like oh <laughs> like go clean up I see. You're like, okay did you but do you get something if you clean up and you give give them a bag Try? I don't think so. I think it's just the whole like leave no trace, like pick up after yourself kind of thing. And everyone just kind of does it because it's like the end of the night. We're yeah. all still kind of like buzzing from the day and we're just like, all right, like whatever. And everyone's kind of doing it. So you feel like a jerk not doing it, you know? Like you feel like uh, you're the bad crowd mentality. Like... You got to get you pressure you into it. Yeah. So then like <laughs> yeah, everyone I mean, just kind of does it and cleans up. I mean, honestly, but... that's the way to do it. Like in a perfect place, like we shouldn't have to like incentivize people like to go. Yeah. <laughs> like to clean up after themselves and make sure the grounds look nice and especially yeah. cuz like it's out in the forest out in the middle of nowhere like it is something you want to keep nice and that way for the next year everything grows back nicer the whole grounds look good and throughout the year I'm sure it's used for other things like lost lands not to compare the two but this is just the only one that I've been to that's camping so that's yeah. all I got but like they do the same thing where like they they there's stuff that happens like throughout the year at the yeah. at same the valley course. and stuff like that yeah, forest you can go to sherwood forest like during the year um but that's one of the reasons why forest went from two weekends to one weekend is because mm -hmm. to like preserve the forest and stuff and preserve the grounds because we we're getting a little too messy um but this girl seems like a real veteran did you see that it was her 23rd time yeah, this year would have been her that. 23rd year that's crazy. That's awesome, though. I I strive to be that. Twenty three years in, just yeah. <laughs> vibing in the back, hammock out, enjoying myself. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. I could see it. I I strive. I'm I'm all for it. I'm glad she's. In, I'm glad you're enjoying the podcast, um, Jackie. Yeah, thanks for submitting. Also, it's the family. Uh, by the way, Babs, you the said what? family. I'm just horrible at reading. I'm so sorry. Like I feel like I even like I literally click something and like the whole thing I was reading just went away and I was like, all right, cool. Like in the middle of the reading. Yeah. I feel like that's so why everyone think... everyone in the Google form picks you to read because <laughs> they listen to these podcasts and I just butcher their story. And they're oh. like, uh, we would rather have Babs comment on it after and not have to read it. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, I realize I recognize that um Shambhala, they also called that that like venue the farm kind of how we call like forest the forest mm -hmm. and ba bonnaroo i think they also call it the farm um so i think that's where that comes from and then she said the grounds are on a family-owned cattle farm i really want to know about the pigs that yeah that's a out. story i for sure want to hear <laughs> but yeah let's let's see if we can let's, let's like okay she's mentioned like six seven stories let's see if we can narrow these down so we're gonna go pigs number one that we're we're feeling yeah. I definitely want to hear that pig story. Um, I'm also very intrigued in the forest fires. Sounds like a lot of destruction. I'm intrigued. <laughs> not in a bad like, like in a guy way. Not like I'm not like happy that happened. Uh, but I'm curious. I think the forty people would be and I think a lot of people would like to know if especially if you have bigger like Ray fans and stuff. 
I would like to know about the 40 people as well. Yeah. Because like, is that 40 people just that you like randomly got together or is it like three different groups coming together? Like, how does that work? Cause I could think I could maybe get 40 people to go to a festival, but it'd be a lot, a lot of different like groups that I'm yeah. in. Yeah. And I don't know how that would work. Um, car getting impounded. Like on the way to a camping festival, I imagine is like a nightmare. That sounds like <laughs> it would give me a lot of stress. Same. <laughs> like I don't need it. Um, but then, yeah, this just goes to show you guys you can submit multiple stories. So if you got multiple ones, feel free to send them in. If you've already submitted, we yeah. can always use some more. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. We, Share that link. We need more stories. I know you guys want to hear them too. We got the, so much to talk about. There's so many but, festivals out there. So yeah, it's like where lots uh, to unpack. Where are these stories? Um, I just realized she said she's 27 and Shambhala would have been her 23rd this year. I think so she Shambhala meant, all ages. I think she meant 23rd year of Shambhala. I don't know. Yeah. So then she's been going since she was four. No, I meant like 23rd year of the festival. Like, oh, like maybe I, I thought she said would have been mine. Okay. Uh, let me look. Let me look. It's, it's Monday. It's yeah. We're a little... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> How long has Shambhala been around? It comes up right away. 1998. Yeah, so this would have been the 23rd year. Oh, okay. Four days and three nights. Woo! And 11,000 people, that's definitely like a lot more intimate. That's a very, that's like a very small crowd in my opinion. Yeah. In a good very, way. In a good way. Like, I'd yeah, rather. No, I would love that. I'd rather us have smaller crowds. Because then it is like everyone's kind of in it together. You're all like, you're not like smushed in, like getting aggravated at people, like bumping into you constantly. Yeah. At that point, you definitely like can run into the same people, you know, and like meet people a lot better that way, I feel like. Because then you start seeing same faces and stuff. I mean, what's crazy though is like, even though 11 in a thousand like, is small compared to most festivals, like, that's still a lot of people. Still like, it's, a lot of it people. It still would be like, a, like, if you were standing on top of a hill and you saw 11,000 people below you, you'd be like, that's a lot of people. Yeah. But then, <laughs> but then we're just so used to festivals that are like 40, 50,000 or EDC Las Vegas where it's like 100 plus thousand every night. Like, it's just madness. Yeah. Um, got anything else for this one? Let's see. Um, Babs wanted me to talk about it, but I did a project on Saskatchewan <laughs> <laughs> in middle school. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. It's just so random. Like, why did you do? Why did you do a project on Saskatchewan? Like, I don't remember. Like, I think it was social studies class or something, and we were dividing. They're like the pick Canada. a province. <laughs> they were like yeah. pick a province. <laughs> Yeah, and I just got Saskatchewan. <laughs> well, tell us about it. Is it where is it located? What's this the capital? Like the province? School. I don't remember. <laughs> I remember drawing out like the province. Like I have a, that kind of memory, but otherwise, I really don't remember a whole lot. Oh, it's kind of in the middle. Yeah is is Alberta in Saskatchewan? Alberta's next to Saskatchewan. Oh. Let me, I need to pull. Oh, Alberta's another province. It's right above yeah. Montana and North Dakota. I don't really remember a whole lot. 
but I just remember drawing that out and I was like why did we have to learn about this <laughs> like this little girl from Arizona just needed to know about Saskatchewan <laughs> uh, I, gotta I, love I, our education system here and then the other thing on this um Oregon Ooh, she yes. mentioned that she had been to Oregon Eclipse if other people are curious about this since Babs didn't know about this um there is an eclipse that would, could be best seen in Oregon I think it was in 2017 2017 2018 mm -hmm. I had a friend go and it's like a week-long festival if anyone has actually been to it and wants to submit like their stories from that that would be dope um but it was basically like a whole festival gathering kind of thing think like similar to like lightning in a bottle type vibes like transformational kind of festival um this year was supposed to be in patagonia yeah and then Holy this year crap. was supposed to be there because that's where the solar eclipse was and the solar eclipse happened today um in sagittarius for my fellow astrology people um it said so it's still anyone, happening this if year. If anyone's been to that, that would be cool to talk about. They said the event is still happening this year on their website. Oh, it is? Oh. Ooh. Okay, Ooh. so basically the premise of this eclipse is when there's an eclipse, solar eclipse, right? You're, they, wherever the best place to view it is. People gather. They gather for this festival yeah. during the and eclipse. Like music, arts. So yeah, you were right. 2017, I'm looking at the website right now. 2017 was in Oregon. And this year's Patagonia, apparently. And I'm trying to see what other years there are, but I don't see any other. Well, it just moves around. That's why I don't see any yeah. right now. That's crazy, though. That's so cool. Yeah, I definitely would want to do something like that. I think that'd be so cool. I feel like the... Uh, energy there would be unmatched honestly you've got this like astrology thing going <laughs> and you've got good music you've got like good vibes it's just yeah very spiritual it'd be, i think it'd be really cool if someone has ever seen any entities there right in want to hear that story <laughs> <laughs> Please spiritual do. entities um but i think that's it for this one i think that's all we got Sweet. All Thank right. you guys for tuning in. Uh, submit your stories. Rate, review, subscribe. Yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> We're so dead today. I'm sorry. We're so dead today on this Monday. <laughs> we will bring the energy next week. We apologize. Peace. Bye.